I seriously not going to catch a break this week with this YouTube channel. Just when you think you've got it up and going again, the comment hit you with an R curveball. <laughs> Just my luck. Hey guys, welcome back to the Moor Army Podcast for another Thursday. Welcome back to the Unleashed Podcast, I think. Now, quote me on this, I think we're on episode 10 of the Unleashed Podcast because we did miss a week of the normal podcast due to circumstances beyond our control, but we are on episode 10, as far as I'm aware now, of the Unleashed Podcast. So, welcome back, guys, to another episode. Hope you're all doing well out there. Um, you haven't saw, saw, sorry, haven't listened to last Tuesday's episode where we talked about the people's obsession with air fryers, the World Cup kicking off, we answered your questions, and more. You can go back and check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, and also if you're watching it here or listening to it here on YouTube, on the, the YouTube channel, you can go and check it out. Um, it is available to listen to. So thank you very much for everybody who has tuned in over the last few days. Thank you very much for all your questions, but I'm going to get through some interesting ones. <laughs> God damn, I got some interesting ones this Thursday, believe me. And i got some stories to tell you as well. So, hope you're all doing well out there. Right, guys, get into the housekeeping as always like to do here before I continue on with the podcast. If you're listening to the Moor Army podcast for the first time, um, you can get in touch with the podcast by the following methods. You can contact us by email if you have any questions, things you'd like me to talk about, anything at all related to the podcast or the Moor Army itself, whether it be the YouTube channel or anything else. Podcast at yahoo.com. Also, social media feeds, which is Facebook, Moor Army YouTube channel on Facebook. Keep dropping the like on that there, guys. We're almost at a 1,000 likes on Facebook. Uh, the Instagram, for myself personally, you can contact me for questions as well for the podcast, which is official Matthew Moore, um, which I like to communicate with my audience on there too as well, which will be doing it live Instagram, hopefully in the next day or two. Um, big weekend this weekend, I'm coming up as well, guys, so we'll talk about that too as well here on the show today. Um, and also... The main hub, which has had, hallelujah, we've had a bit of an update on the website. Now, the mobile version of it is a little bit sort of sketchy at the moment, we're trying to get that fixed. But if you're on a laptop or computer, the main hub for Moor Army has had an update. And guess what? Yes, we have officially released Christmas merchandise. That's right. Fucking about damn time. Christmas merchandise. We have released Christmas hoodies for men, women and kids. We've released t-shirts for men, women and kids in different colours as well. Also, <laughs> believe it or not, we're actually selling posters now as well. Moor Army posters with our Moor Army logo, with that lovely Moor Army official mascot, the Army soldier guy with the Moor Army logo all over it. And also, yes, you're going to laugh when I tell you this here, we're selling Moor Army jigsaw puzzles for Christmas. What's that all about? Moor Army jigsaw puzzles have been now released for the Moor Army podcast and the YouTube channel in a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, we've released... For you do your Christmas shopping this year, Christmas bags, shopping bags, that's right, official hard, sturdy Christmas shopping bags for to do all your Christmas shopping this year. <laughs> I should be a salesman again, I haven't done sales in years. I sound like a really stupid, like a real cheesy advert, don't I? But yes, 
Moore Army Christmas merchandise is available. So for your shopping bags, t-shirts, hoodies, kids merchandise as well. Everything's on there for kids, women and men. All different colors available as well. And also if you want to go onto the Moore Army uh, website, you can check out uh, Redmond Football Ventures. All our vlogs we've done on the channel. Um, everything to do with Moore Army. All our social media posts, Facebook photographs, Instagram pictures. You name it, it's all on there. MooreArmy.co.uk That's right, it's had a facelift. Bear with us over the next couple of days. We're going to get the mobile app, uh, the mobile version of the, of the thing fixed for your phones. Um, but you can still go on there, but it's a bit sort of cluster fucked at the minute. Um, there's the first F bomb of the day for the on these podcast. Um, but we're getting there. It's taking time, but we're getting there. But yes, and I have some Christmas stuff on the way in the next few days. And if you're in the UK or Ireland, and I think parts of Europe, you normally get it. Europe within three to five working days and the UK you normally get it within a couple of days it's quite quick shipping as well with the company we use so you get all your merchandise finally we have Christmas merchandise fucking finally and the, the logo looks awesome it's like army boots like more army boots wrapped in fucking tinsel and Christmas lights with a cool logo on the bottom and a Merry Christmas logo it's a fucking cool t-shirt you gotta get it for Christmas guys seriously I have a couple coming from the company It'll be here in a couple of days, and I want to put it up on the vlog. Uh, whenever I'm allowed to post on the fucking channel again, which we'll talk about shortly. But, um, yeah, murderarmy.co.uk, get your Christmas merch, because it will be selling fast. <laughs> that sounds like a real cheesy plug, doesn't it? <laughs> but anyway, yes, I'm glad that merch is out. I promise you it before the end of the week. It's there, thank God. Um, right, where should we get into it? We've got some questions to answer today. I got things I want to talk about on the podcast as well uh, about the channel, and overall, just want to sit here for the next I don't know how long I'm going to be recording today and just sit and talk an absolute month of bullshit with you over the last what's happened over the last couple of days, guys. Before we go into the, about the YouTube channel, I want to talk about this. And I, I, this came up. I knew this this event was happening. I posted the Instagram post the, the photos this morning. I posted it on um, my own personal Facebook. I want to post, post it on the, the, the fan page later on today. My daughter, like, as I said, is coming 17 this weekend. She's 17 this Friday. And a lot of you have been sending them birthday messages, which I do appreciate, which I'm always going to go through over the weekend with her. But last night, Wednesday, before I recorded this podcast, Thursday morning, my daughter took part in a competition in Bangor, uh, a Bangor Rugby Club, which was just... Pfft, Wow, I mean, I'll tell you what it actually what it was. I'll give you the full name of the competition. <laughs> it, it's to be honest with you, it was very prim and proper and very posh and hoity toity. But my daughter, as you know, was not like that type of person. So, uh, Brooke last night took part in. I'll try and pronounce this word correctly. Uh, this is Synopolist International Annual Youth Public Speaking Competition. Mm hmm. Try and say that when you've had a few fucking Budweisers on a Saturday night. Anyway, <laughs> Brooke took part in this speaking event and she was the only person in her school who actually took part, or as Brooke said, had the balls to do it, Daddy, and compete against other schools of a higher level, like grammar educated level. And she went down last night. Mum and Dad went along with us and I went down. Lewis didn't go. He went to his wee friend's house because he thought it was all boring crap. Honestly, guys, what what it was it was just it was a girls' event where they uh, selected to move on to the main competition, which I think is actually in England. Um, we speak about certain subjects, which has been selected. Um, Brooks' uh, subject that she chosen was mental health, 
um, in this generation for young younger generation, obviously, and stuff like that. Um, some of our subjects were about you know planting trees, and other subjects were about you know is a university degree actually needed uh, in this world for a young person moving forward in their life and their career. And there was a couple of our subjects. Now you know me, guys. I ain't I ain't posh. I ain't anything. I'm as common as common can be. You know, I, I've said this before in the podcast, especially here on the Only's podcast, I cannot stand fucking snobs. People who are up their own fucking ass, who are all hoity-toity, walking around, lefty-wing fucking do-gooders all, ooh, look at me, I'm very posh. I can't stand people like that. Now, don't get me wrong, I have met posh people who I do get on well with, but these ones who are up their ass, I don't like, and there was quite a lot of them there last night. And I'm, I'm just going to shoot straight with you, because you, you know me. I don't hold punches. I tell it as it is. You know, <laughs> if you don't like it, switch the fuck off, because I'm just me. But anyway, down to buying a golf club last night. Had to get the nice clothes and all on for this. But again, I'm just going down for the main focus, because Brooke was, was always here in this speaking competition. And I'll tell you what, guys. Could I be any more proud of that girl? I tell you what. She knocked it out of the motherfucking park. She stood, she stood up there last night, and I mean, you, I couldn't believe how well she done on the subject that she picked um, about mental health and stuff like that for children in, uh, in schools and everywhere else around the world and things like that. She talked about the lockdowns, how it affected people's mental well-being, just general things as well about kids kids and even adults as well, mental health problems, you know, struggling in daily lives, all their different things. My God, she spoke, each person was going to speak for a minimum of four minutes and a maximum of six minutes. And I tell you what, she knocked it out of the fucking park and I was sitting there last night so proud. I mean, I've been going to Brooks things for years where she's singing in competitions. She's even sang at the SSE Arena um, at the Peace Proms, which was a massive achievement for her then. You know, I've been to all her school plays. I mean, she was the lead, she was the lead role in a school play in primary seven before she went to secondary school. She was she ended up being casted as the main character in the play Aladdin. And she was actually Aladdin. I know. You probably saw, you go back and watch the vlogs from years ago, guys, where she actually received a fucking trophy. It was an award for that, which I was so immensely proud. But this 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 girl, my daughter, I'm so proud to call her. She sets her goals so high. Sometimes to get to that goal, she has her hiccups and her things like that, where she's, you know, how can I describe it? She gets herself too stressed out. But like myself, you know, I talk for a living, as you fucking know. I'm on YouTube, I'm on podcasts. Radio I've been on, you know, I do interviews in football, I do our things media-wise as well, so, I mean, Apple doesn't fall too far from the fucking tree. <laughs> but anyway, yes, she sets herself all these goals, she, she gets her in the end, sometimes she's got a bumpy ride, like, for example, GCSEs recently as well, but last night, guys, oh, she knocked it out of the park, and there was a lot of people are from grammar educated people are, I switched my laptop off in the background when I'm recording a podcast which I should have done um, she um, sorry I was just going to mute the, the sound of this here I should have muted it before I start recording um, when you, she knew she was going down there last night she knew there was going to be a lot of people who were from a higher edu- higher level of education from the grammar educated people not there. and there was some people there who were actually nice people but then there was the occasional one who were like 
There was actually one there last night that I actually called Julia Bowman on TV, a young thing you see running around on TV, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, there was one of them like actually there, and she was all like, you know, super glue myself to your road. You know, I gotta like throw oil and paint everywhere to be an activist. One of them really loud speaking type, you know, super glue yourself to the road. Greta Thunberg, you know, the world's falling apart in the next five years type of person. And when she didn't even place in the top three, she wasn't best pleased, but that's just the way they are. There were some ones who spoke very, very well. There was other ones that were like crazy, just make, oh my God, just makes you want to pull your fucking teeth out. But then there was one incident which I was shocked. I was in the third row from the front. And one of the young girls was so nervous. She even said in the start of her speech, bless her, and she turned around and she said, um, you know, I'm very nervous about this. And just before she was coming to the end of her speech, she fainted. She actually collapsed, guys, and fainted forward and fell flat on her face beside the podium. And obviously she was given the proper attention she was needed and she was escorted from the building with her parents and stuff and taken away because she passed out. Um, then we found out later on the party she hadn't eaten. She hadn't had any dinner or anything like that there throughout the day. She hadn't had very much food and the heat in the room didn't help either. And the, the, the wee girl got too much pressure on her and I got her to the stage where she just, her whole body just gave in. She passed out, bless her. And obviously I spoke to the um, the organisers and they were like, you know, she's fine. She's home nine. She's had plenty of fluids and she's had food and she's grand. So bless her, we caught in socks. She's done very, very well. God love her and I felt so bad for her passing out. But, I mean, some people were there who actually were good. But, again, I knew going down there, there was going to be a lot of sort of, like, people who were, I'm going to put this be nicely, up there, sort of like, oh, my goodness me, I'm so snobby, look at me, blah, blah, blah. And so they brought up guys. And my daughter went in there last night, you know, underdog. She came in thinking, right, okay, I'm the only person from my school. I'm going to give it the best shot. And this is what I said to her, Brooke, don't let anybody look down their nose at you. Don't let anybody think they're better than you. Go in there with your the attitude is that I've got my speech. I know I can do well. I know I'll do well. And I will speak there and I will do my school proud. Most importantly, I'll do myself proud as a person. And guess what, guys? She came third. Yeah, she came third. Now, this is the thing that made me open my eyes more about these competitions. Because you see all these... I was talking to a couple of friends afterwards last night. And they were all saying, oh, typical grammar schools, they always fucking win, blah, 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 blah. There was, I think it was four judges or three. Uh, but the one of the, the main judge, he came over to Brooke outside while the little girl was inside getting assisted because Brooke was one of the first ones to go on the stage. And he, he turned around and said to her, you know, darling, that was like awesome. And then afterwards, when all the speeches were finished, one of the other judges came over and goes, I think you should win this, darling. To be honest with you, I shouldn't be saying this, but I think you should win this. And Brooke was like, Dad, what the hell's going on here? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And honestly, a lot of people, and I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to blow my own trumpet here from because she's my daughter and trying to be biased here, but a lot of people did come up to Brooke last night in front of me and mum and dad and said Brooke should have won that competition last night. Brooke put her heart and soul into her speech and she knocked it out of the park. But unfortunately, she came third. She doesn't get through to the next round of the competition in England. Where it's, I don't even want to imagine what the fuck it's going to be like over there. All the fucking far left extremists fucking oh I don't know what the hell they're going to be over there and people are going to text me Instagram me and say oh you're being biased because you're talking about stuff guys listen 
I sat in that room last night and the amount of people who were looking down their nose at me last night because of how I spoke and who I was and this is what's wrong with fucking society nowadays. All these, and I've grew up in this in, in the Bangor area in Northern Ireland for 30 years where I've had to deal with this problem because I'm a normal working class guy. Even when I was fucking married it was the same thing where my ex-wife's family was all rich and hoity-toity and big houses and flashy cars and because I was a working class guy from a common estate I was frowned upon and this is where the world is wrong because people should be all treated equally and this is where I sat in that room last night and I felt like some people were like looking at me and going yeah. and then when you speak to some of them outside they're all like oh it's rather okay isn't it and I'm like yeah it's actually quite good and when they hear your accent and they hear the way you talk and the way you're just common they roll your eyes and walk away and that fucking pisses me off about some people in this world and as I said to you a couple of minutes ago there is people out there who I know are snobs but they're, they're nice people and I get on well with them. But they, they, it's these ones who think they're fucking better and then they bring up their children like that to be all, ooh, don't bother with them. Don't talk to them. Don't. It pisses me off. But anyway, come back to the main thing. Brooke finished third and I was so fucking proud of her. And the, even the looks that she was getting when she was up at getting her certificates and stuff. And I even turned around to mum with me, this is the world we live in now. Seriously, mum went, I don't know, it's under Bali. I mean, no, it's, it's not, that doesn't bother me that much. It's just the fact that I had to deal with those things when I was growing up in Bangor because I moved from Belfast, from the Shankill estate, in the, in the estate called Kilkulay, where, you know, I'll tell you a true story. <laughs> My ex-wife's mum was so far up her own ass. When I first met her, when I was 19, she looked down her nose at me because I told her where, what, where I was from and where I lived, and she never spoke to me for two years. And I, on my wedding day, when I married her daughter, I said to her, why didn't you speak to me for two years? Once I told you who I was and where I was from, you never even spoke to me. You were battered an eyelash at me for two years. And this is the thing. I don't want my children going through the same struggles that I went through, if you know what I mean. Because, like, that competition Burke's going into, all these hoity-toity up their own ass lefties, fucking guardian readers are coming in going, uh, where are you from? Oh, how's in the States? Do want to know you? Disappear. Mm. No, I want my kids to be brought up in a world where everything is equal and everybody's given the same fucking opportunities as everybody else. And sitting there last night give, brought back all those flashbacks for me as a kid, all those struggles that I had to go through, you know, going to like, say I was invited to a house party at a certain area of town where I turn up and they're all sitting in their big fucking flashy houses where I go back home to a house in the state where I'm just common and normal but when I tell their parents or I tell her where I live they go oh, right uh, you live there do you mm. nah afraid not don't think so my last time I had to actually go through type of things I got there was whenever I was working at a Pacific football club where there was a lot of little grammar boys in there in the, in the background and they were all sort of like oh, he's from a common school don't want to know him no bullshit go go fuck yourself I'm sorry I'm me I work hard for my living I am a normal working class guy and if you can't accept me for who I am in this world as a person so be it but anyway going off subject about Brooke I said to her going into that last night me Brooke just never mind why they talk to you never mind the look down their nose at you let them fucking do it you go in there you hold your head hell high you be proud of where you're from and you walk in there and you knock it out of the park and she fucking did and guys I'm so proud of her I really am so so proud of her and if there's anybody out there and I listen to this podcast who thinks I'm uh, oh you're looking down your nose listen if you don't like what I have to say then switch off the podcast switch off the YouTube that's what I always say but again guys 
sitting there last night, so immensely proud of her. Mum and dad were so fucking proud of her, you know, and I couldn't ask for any more of her. She was an absolute darling, and I'm so proud of her. And she's gone today. Mum and dad are taking her out for because her birthday's tomorrow. Mum and dad are taking her out today for her birthday treat, so they're taking her out today. And, you know, we're going to celebrate her birthday this weekend with her friends and all coming over and stuff. We're going to all go out for a meal, and then we're going to come back here for a bit of a party in the house for And you know something? It's going to be a great weekend. And what a, what a weekend for her to get that big achievement in such a big competition that not very many people, you know, enter. And she was the only person in the whole school had the balls to stop, step foot and say, right, I'm going to represent my school. I want to do it and I want to try my best and she did and her teacher was there last night as well and her teacher was so fucking proud of her and came over and says are you proud of her proud of her Jesus every every time she sets her goals higher and higher and I always I've always said to my children I've always tried to do a few things with my kids right and this is an or two story when my kids whenever I bring up my children I've always said to them be respectful to your elders work hard keep your bedroom clean and stay out of trouble that's all I've ever asked of them and they do it Okay, they have a few wee hiccups now and again in school, you know, fighting with friends in the playground or being cheeky to a teacher. We all fucking done it. And anybody there who says they didn't do it or talking out of their ass. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, you know, Brooke has always been one of those kids where she's always been respectful to her elders, always helpful. You know, she's been saying since she was a little fucking kid, Dad, I want to look after children. I want to I wanna either be a nurse or look after kids. And now she's pursuing that all these years later. And I've always taught my kids to try and work hard and don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody look down their fucking nose at you. Because I've explained to them, you know, Brooke, this is what I went through and I don't want you going through the same thing. And I've always tried to provide a better life for my kids than what I had. Because when I was growing up, guys, my mum and dad didn't have very much money. We grew in a housing estate. We struggled. We got by just about. We weren't brought up like some people with a silver spoon in their mouth where mummy and daddy gives them fucking everything and mummy and daddy buys them all their nice flashy cars and they're going around all their money all the world. Mummy and daddy have contacts and this one and that one and all ritzy hoity-toity bullshit. No, no, no. I was brought up in a pitter estate in Belfast. A, a, a state in Belfast where we struggled. And I said to myself, whenever I have children, I will try and give them the life that I never had. And obviously it's more, it's obviously shown last night and obviously over the last couple of years with Brooke obviously trying to achieve her targets. And she's done that by singing uh, in the choir and, and, and passing her exams and performing on all these different platforms like the Hollywood Music Festival, the SSA Arena at the Peace Proms, all these different things that she's achieved over the years. And it makes me proud because she's achieving more than what I did and I feel now that I've done my job as a dad. And I keep pushing her and pushing her to achieve more. And even though there was people there last night who were looking down their fucking nose at her, I said, Brooke, don't let that hold you back. Hell no. At the end of the day, people are born into this world. They either struggle or are privileged. And we we, were, we we did struggle sometimes, guys. Help me be honest. Because we moved into this house here where we are now. We fucking struggled. Because when I came out of my marriage, I lost everything. And I mean, I lost everything. House, cars, money, jobs, you name it. Bang, I lost it all in the space of weeks. And I ended up in a fucking brother on my brother's sofa for months. Then I ended up having a, a two-bedroom flat. And then we finally got this house where we live in now. We've struggled, we've had to get by, but we've got there in the end. So that's why I've always taught my children, don't let people like that or any type of hurdle hold you back. Try and go and achieve your goals as much as you can. And again, last night she achieved a goal. 
And I was so fucking proud of her. So fair play to you, Brick. If you're listening to the podcast, Daddy loves you so much. And I couldn't ask for any more of you. You're just an absolute angel. And you keep... I mean, she's out there and she's doing her exams, at the, or her, her A-levels at the minute, sorry. And she's also holding down that. She's holding down going to tech college two days a week. And she's holding down a part-time job as well. There's not very many out there hurry to do that. A lot of them out there just drop out of school, leave school after fifth form, whatever it is, and just fuck off out and sit in the dole all their life and scratch their arse and do nothing. My daughter wants to achieve something, and I am going to be behind her 100%, no matter how long it takes to push her to get her goals. And the same with Lewis as well. You know, so, again, last night, guys, was a big achievement. I don't know if I'm ranting on a little bit about it, but at the end of the day, you know, my eyes were open last night down at that golf club, and again, I knew I was walking into because of my previous experiences, but again, I was saying to my daughter, don't let that get to you. And it didn't, and it paid off, and she came third. And she's so chuffed, and we're going to get the certificates that she got. They're going to be framed and put on the wall. And here, before I close the summit, even the girl who won the competition, right? Not knocking her performance, because it wasn't overly great, to be honest. I'm not being bad. It was okay. But she even came up to the girl, Brooke, and went, you were awesome. You should have won. And me and Brooke's teacher were standing there looking at each other going, the girl who fucking won the competition. But again, it's it's a learning experience of life. I've said it to Brooke, listen, you can go back next year and compete in it again. And she said, Dad, I will. And next year, I'm going to win the fucking thing. Maybe well, then there you go. You do that. You go. It gives you a year and I to go and obviously pick a subject from next year or whatever it is and work your ass off and get there and achieve that goal. So fair play to her. I may actually even see if she come on the podcast on Tuesday and talk about it. Because, she, you know, she's so proud. And she's away at the day of mum and dad. And she's enjoying herself. So fair play to her. You know, fair play to her. But I really am proud of you, darling. And I couldn't be any more proud of you. I even put it on Instagram today and Facebook and all. Saying to you publicly, everybody. You know, you set your achievements and your goals so high. And you knock them out of the park every time. And I love you for it. And I'm so damn proud of you. So fair play to you. More brain cells than what your dad has. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes, another subject I want to talk about today. What another fucking fiasco. Seriously, I am at the point now where I'm ready to rip my hair out, no pun intended. I got no fucking hair to pull it anyway. Oh last week, I don't want to talk about this again, but last week, as you all know, my, my YouTube channel was fucking hacked by those little scumbags. And they were posting inappropriate videos on the channel about hacking in the softwares, and then they were doing illegal streams, and blah, 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 blah. By the way, thanks for the monetization, motherfuckers, as well, by the way. Mm, yeah, all those thousands of views, them videos we're getting, thank you very much, because they go towards my monetization, so thank you very much for that, scumbags. Anyway, um, YouTube yesterday sent me an email confirming that three of those videos, even though I removed them from the channel, have been hit with a strike, which means my channel has now been given a ban to upload videos for up to seven days. Now, I have been in contact with Google and YouTube. I did post a video last night to let you all know on Instagram, the Facebook fan page, etc. To let you all know that um, the channel has been barred for a week. Now, I'm trying to work with Google and YouTube to try and get that lifted. But if it's not the case, then it'll always be a week before I can re-upload again. So I'm trying to figure out a way of getting videos out because Brooke's birthday is this weekend. What a time to get fucking banned, eh? Brooke's birthday is this weekend. And you know I always do a birthday birthday video every single year. And I'm going to do one still regardless. If I have to upload it next Monday, then so fucking be it. Or next whatever day it is, next week, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it is. But the bottom line is, I've had a ban and I'm not happy about it. But what can you do? These scumbags hacked into the channel and there's not much more I can do about it. 
but I am working alongside them. I did get a response from YouTube this morning, but sometimes we reply to you at stupid o'clock and you're in fucking bed sleeping, and by the time you reply to them, it's like, ugh, because of the time difference. I think I'm actually getting replies from the States, which is a nightmare. Um, I got a reply this morning saying, did you do this last time around, blah, 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 and then I was like, yes, I did, but the point is, this band needs to be lifted because I did not post those videos and you have a history there and a record there obviously which you've sent me a copy of for the police and stuff like that there to prove that the channel's been hacked into etc so you need to lift this fucking ban because I need to make videos <laughs> so we're waiting for an hour we're back today hopefully we can get this matter resolved fingers crossed but I just wanted to talk about that so all you've been asking me well, what's that video until you've been banned from YouTube all your videos have been taken down no they have been taken down Still trying to re-release some of them, but I can't do nothing for a week. It sucks, but what can you do? It's just one of those things. You just have to wait and see and play by the, the rule. The rules, sorry, of um, YouTube. So, so thank you very much, Scumbag. If you're still listening out there and laughing, thinking you're funny because you hacked my channel, well, guess what? Long runs a fox. Long runs a fox, as the saying goes. But anyway, yes, guys, what a what a weekend ahead coming up. Brooks' birthday this weekend. We got two football matches this weekend. I was in Limavady on Monday night, freezing my balls off. Uh, that was fun. I, I think I talked about that in Tuesday's podcast. But Lewis and I are off the football um, on Friday tomorrow night. Friday night tomorrow night. Um, we're playing on United, which is a big game, um, televised game as well online too as well through uh, Northern Ireland Football League. Um, We'll be there tomorrow night, and then the big game on Saturday afternoon, the under-21s are playing uh, Dundella at Blansford Park in Belfast. So if you're by Belfast tomorrow night, and you're looking for a bit of football, come along to the Blansford Stadium in East Belfast and watch the Welders play against Annie United. And if you're there, come up and say hello, because I know a lot of these have been doing that throughout the season, coming up and saying hello, and we've been taking selfies and stuff, and having a chat about the channel and talking about videos. Like that young lad last weekend down in Londonderry, he came up to me, he, he seen my Instagram post and he lived nearby the stadium and he, he made a point to come and say hello. So I enjoy meeting these guys at football games. Even people who don't you know, see it online, actually because they watch the channel or whatever, they come because they know I'm going to be there. So it's nice to meet new people and I love it. So if you're about Belfast and East Belfast and on tomorrow night, come and say hello because Lewis and I would be great to see, be so happy to see you and have a wee chat with you. But... Um, yeah, guys, it's going to be a busy weekend as well. We've got a fucking house full of teenagers coming this week. It's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, you don't know from last year's birth, Brooks' birthday last year, 16th last year. Gee whiz. And that's 17 this year. Like, fucking 17. Like, where has the years gone? Like, I, I was sitting here last night thinking about it before I went to that speech thing with Brooke last night. Like, she'll be 17 next um, uh, no, tomorrow. 17. And I sort of think to myself, going, where's the years gone? Like, I remember guys when she was a wee tote. And she used to come over and cuddle you and talk away to you. And she was so chatty about what she's going to do when she grows up. And all these all these things she used to talk about and stuff. And she was so affectionate. And I, she's a grown woman. And it makes me feel old too. I said it to Dad last night and Dad laughed at my fucking think I feel. <laughs> but yes, I've got all her friends coming over here on Saturday. We're going out on Saturday evening. She's going bowling with her friends on Saturday lunchtime. So that's why me and Lewis are nipping off in the morning time to the 21s game. And then at night time we're all heading out for dinner. Mum, Dad, me. Uh, I think Tony's going to be there too as well as far as I know. Um, me and Lewis of course. 
and then four or five of her friends and they're all coming back here for a wee hoop afterwards so it's going to be fun last year's party was fun so it was well a good crack last year a lot of people here last year it was fun and it's great to look back on that so it is from a year ago some great memories from that night actually uh, not so much the next morning when they all got up in their jammies and went to fucking KFC and I had to clean up the mess after they left in the room <laughs> but that was to be expected with teenagers wasn't it <laughs> but we'll see and I mean, apparently one of them staying this year over so I'm only got one to clean up after so it's not too bad this year but I'm looking forward to it so stay tuned guys eventually there will be a video on YouTube of it and we'll be doing a birthday vlog so stay tuned She's 17 like what the actual fiddler's foot 17 makes me feel old so it does but guys I'm going to go into some of your emails here now and some of your questions um, I've got some cracking ones here so I have there's one particular one that I read the other day <laughs> let me see where are we here uh, da, 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 da. there we go here we go I've got one here from Jane Crozier is it right? am I right Jane Crozier says this is a cracker I love this one Jane Crozier says, Hi Matthew, hope you're keeping well. Me and the kiddies have been really loving the podcast. Brilliant, thank you very much. Uh, we're on with no glasses on here. We have a question for Thursday's podcast, which is now, of course. If you became Prime Minister tomorrow, what are the first five things you would do? Doesn't have to be too serious, of course, lol. Thanks, and hope you and the family are keeping well. Jane Crozier. Hello Jane. What would I do? You, you and the kiddies actually on the podcast, so hello to your kiddies. Are you letting the kids listen to the, the Unleashed version of the podcast where they're swearing? Unless they're older. I don't know. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. What would I do for Prime Minister? Jesus Christ, I could be here all freaking night for this one. There's a near trip over my microphone wire here. <laughs> if I was Prime Minister, what the hell would I do? The first five things I would do. Deport Boris Johnson? Nah, I'm only kidding. Matthew, what do you do over there? Go away, Boris. Anyway, five, what would I do as Prime Minister? Well, first of all, lower tax. I would get this cost of living crisis bullshit sorted out. The ones who are absolute window lickers and clowns who need to be shown the door, the likes of Boris Johnson, Keir Starmer, Matt Hancock, Rishi Sunak, the mayor of London, what do you call him? I can't remember his bloody name. Is it was Rishi Sunak? I don't fucking... Uh, your man Khan or something his name is. Uh, Theresa May, all of them shown the door. Um, form a new party that will obviously deliver what they're said they're going to do. Um, what else would it do? Oh, I'm trying to think what else it would do as Prime Minister. It's hard to... I would obviously try and get all the, the bullshit on the streets cleared up. Like, for example, knife crime in London. Like, the knife crime in London's fucking horrendous. Uh, sort out all the bullshit here in Northern Ireland. I could, there's, a couple, there's more than five things I would do. All this bullshit in Northern Ireland with all this politics up at Stormont, or I call it the circus on top of the hill. Have that all sorted out. Um, I even said to Brooke and Lewis about this when I got this email the other day. Brooke says, make yourself very wealthy. <laughs> make myself wealthy <laughs> Lewis says put your put your face on money dad and put your face on a stamp <laughs> I'm like Lewis fuck off um, what else would it do Jesus Christ I'm trying to think somebody taking the Lord's name in vain there was saying that like, but anyway um, all this COVID nonsense get it wrapped up in the head and tell everybody just to wind their necks in 
wearing people still wearing bloody masks outside. What's that all about? I, I was fine. People for actually wearing a fucking mask outside. You're outside in the street. There's nobody around near you. I was. Where was it last week? I was out. I went a free walk last week down towards near the beach. There's a guy walking his dog out at the beach. No one. There's person near him was about fucking two hundred feet away, and he's standing in the freezing cold wearing a mask. Really. And then I seen another one yesterday at the shop, shopping centre, driving his car with nobody else in the car, windows all up, wearing a mask. Hmm. Interesting. Um, <laughs> what would I, I, I... There's so much you would need to fix and so much you'd need to do. I would sack a lot of people. And again, bring the cost of living down with the gas and the electricity and the prices and... Oh, obviously cut taxes. Because, again, the taxes that in this country are just absolutely horrendous. There's just so much more I could do. Sorry for yawning. It's a little bit rough today. Um, There's just so many things to do. Tell you what, I asked you a question, uh, Jane Crozier, who sent me the email. What would you do? Send me an email and I'll read it out in the next podcast. Let me know what you would do as Prime Minister. There's one for you. A question. The person who's been asked a question, asking the question back. There you go. There's so much more, there's so much I could do, you know, there's so much, the the country's in such a fucking mess, over here especially too as well with the whole Northern Ireland Protocol bullshit and who's going to be in charge and I could sit here all night and talk about it but I don't want to really bore anybody by talking about politics because you know I don't like to talk about politics very much in this area but I I I would deport Boris Johnson be one of them. Matt Hancock, oh that guy, oh my, I would, did you hear the recent one, sorry to go off subject, did you hear that my dad was telling me yesterday, that apparently the flown his fancy bit, another one he was canoodling with behind the fucking podium at number 10, behind his wife's back, he flew her in, and I'm a celebrity, and put her in a five star hotel until he gets eliminated, plus he's getting 350 grand for doing the programme, plus he's getting a book deal. For the guy who stood on a podium and told us a lot of bullshit and lies, he's getting on as we fancy bit. Oh, I'll fly you in too, darling. Come on in. Really? Fucking hell! Like, what is what is wrong with these people? Anyway, Jim, thanks for your question, darling. Appreciate it. Um, hope you and your wee family's doing well, and uh, hopefully we get to meet you in person someday. But five things. Let me know what you think about it. Um, five things. I would need about fifty-five things to fix this fucking place, this country. Trust me. Let's go on in our email here from Ross. Ross says, Hi Matt, love the podcast. Just wanted to know if you believe in regrets or do you prefer to let things go? Thanks. Do I believe in regrets? I have a lot of regrets and I'll be totally honest with you. I have a, a shitload of regrets in this in this world. Um, I was always a bigger big person for holding on to regrets and holding on to grudges and things like that. But as the older I've got, the more wiser I've got. Um, I've sort of sort of thought to myself, life's too short to hold all these grudges and stuff against people, and just like just let them go and live their life. There's no point sitting here worrying about it and stressing about it because obviously it's affecting me and p- making my energy low and making me feel, you know, not good about myself. Um, again, I have regrets, hundred percent. I have so many regrets in this world. Um. I'll talk about them maybe one day on the podcast. But do I hold on to regrets? Not anymore, no. Do you have any regrets? Cause I have a lot of regrets, guys. There's things that I've I, I, I done in my life that I'm not proud of. There's things that I've done that I should have done in my life. Things that I've put on hold in my life to 
for example, be a father, be a you know, stay at home and work, whatever else, and and I had opportunities to go and do things that I wanted to pursue my dreams, but I put my dreams on hold for my children. Um, and that's why I'm so eager to push them to go for their goals in life, because you know, not that I'm saying they held me back or nothing like that. But in a way, it was a hold back because I was being a dad and I was working all the time and stuff. Because they didn't get the proper support that I did to go and perceive my goals, but. You know, I do have a lot of regrets, and that's being honest with you, Ross. I mean, I'll talk about them someday, because I like to talk about stories. You know, I like telling stories in this, this podcast, and I like talking a little nonsense sometimes. But yeah, no, it was just uh, I do have a lot of regrets, and all I can say is just don't hold grudges anymore, and don't hold regrets, because at the end of the day, you know, it eats you up, and that's being totally honest with you. It eats you up, and as you get older, you'll understand that more as you get older. So it does. So. But thanks for your email, Ross. I do appreciate it. Right, I'm going to go on to um, Instagram. So, see if I have a load here from Instagram. Uh, where are we here? Let's have a wee look here and see. Okay. I'm on here from Stephen, I think. I got something somewhere here on the podcast the other day saying, Hi, Matthew. What is your favourite video you've ever made? And is there any other video that you've made that you look back at and cringe? <laughs> what a question. What a question. I couldn't answer that. I think it was, was it last Thursday or last Tuesday I got that same sort of question. I can't even remember. I can't really pick out a specific video. Is there any video I look back at and cringe? Oh. See, these cats me off guard. You <laughs> fucking motherfucker caught me off guard again. He's have caught me off guard. Um, cringe. I don't know. What's it? I actually don't know. I'm trying to think. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't think so. No, I'm just sitting here trying to think, and it's no, I don't. I can't really, I can't really think of anything that makes me sort of look. Well, a lot of home videos from when I was a kid. You know, where I'll give me I'll tell you a story actually. I've got a home video one time that I'll probably will release Monday on the channel, my twelfth birthday. There's no there's no an old tradition, people's birthdays in Belfast years ago, when it you turned a certain age or whatever it was your birthday, they used to like, you know, throw shit over the top of you like egg and flour and have a joke and a laugh. It's birthday boy, soak him, whatever else are. Mum and dad done it to me when I was like twelve for for a joke and when I look back at that video, it's cringy because my wee voice is like, I'm going to get you back for this. My, my voice hadn't really fully like broken. Like a year or so ago, guys, like Lewis was going to tell me face where he was like, Hi, Daddy. No, from like a wee squeaky voice to a big one. That was kind of like me at the time. But um, yeah, no, I look back at that. That's a cringy video. I did share a wee clip of um, that videotape or one of the videotapes from back in the day on one of the old vlogs from years ago where Tony and I you seen Tony's first day at primary school primary school yeah P1 and then you saw my first day at secondary school so I think that vlog's actually still public on the channel right now as we speak but um, yeah you could actually go back and look at that but there you go sure <laughs> cringeworthy on, the, on my vlogs even I, I, I really can't really seem to pick one out that's sort of like uh, makes you stand out and really think to yourself that's really really cringy but it really caught me off guard there nicely <laughs> okay I've got one here actually um, 
wanting to know, I'm trying to see, what's his name? Abraham. I'm going to say something else. Or Abraham wants to know, am I ever going to be doing any gaming videos with Lewis? Yes, I did one last week. But I think he maybe means on my own channel, does he? I don't know. Um, I have got a couple of gaming videos up there from years and years ago. Uh, a couple of years back there. I'd always said I wanted to put more gaming videos up on the channel. But Lewis is obviously doing his gaming channel now. And I'm going to pop into his wee channel now and again. Check out his wee channel, by the way, guys. Lewis Moore. L-U-I-S for Lewis. And then Moore on YouTube. Um, if you're watching any of the YouTube channel videos, whether it be the podcast here on the podcast channel, the Redman Football Ventures channel, or the main YouTube channel. The link for Lewis's channel is in the description as well if you want to find it. Um, yeah, he does all his gaming videos, Fortnite, Call of Duty, FIFA. I was on his FIFA video there. Um, I was on his FIFA's video. Was it last Wednesday I was on his FIFA video with him? Um, which is really, really good. So there you go. Okay, one here from Daniel on Instagram wants to know, Matthew, what has been your favourite Christmas you've ever had? Any great memories of the kiddies at Christmas that stand out? Any bad Christmases that you always want to forget? And are you looking forward to Christmas this year? Daniel, I am looking forward to Christmas this year. Well, I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. Kind of, in a way. But certain things I would like to happen for Christmas this year. But unfortunately, it's not happening. Um, favourite Christmas of all time. I think I mentioned that in the vlog actually not that long ago. My favourite Christmas was the year I got my Sega Mega Drive. That was a good Christmas. Another year, I actually remember in Belfast when I was a young lad when I got my football table. No, one of them football tables you get with the wee men on the bars. That was a good Christmas. Favourite Christmas with the kiddies? There's been so many. Favourite Christmas memories with the kiddies was with Brooke. First of all, was the year she got her phone a couple of years ago here where she thought I couldn't afford it and I scripted and saved for months and months and months to get her her new phone and I finally got her a phone and she cried. Um, I'll tell you a bad story, a Christmas bad story. <laughs> Brooke's going to fucking kill me for telling this story. One time, I don't know when, was it about 2000 and... What age was Brooke at the time? Brooke was about six, so you're talking about 2011 maybe? 10, 11 maybe? And... I was in bed with obviously Brooklyn Lewis's mum sleeping, and I heard this little kerfuffling thing going on downstairs. And I thought to myself, "We're fucking away. Our sounds like somebody's broken into our house here." So I nudged the mum and went, "Get up! I got something downstairs. Go you down and see." I went down the stairs, and there's Mrs. Prim Brook downstairs in her room before mum and daddy brought her down to check if Santa was there. We bought her a bike that year for Christmas, and. We went down the stairs and the wee bitch was cycling her bike around the living room on the stabilizers. And my God, the look on her face when she got caught, I will never forget that look on her face. And I obviously wasn't best pleased about that. I was a little bit pissed off. But I got over it and thought, right, it's a mistake. She's a child. This is what kids do, etc., etc., etc. And I obviously wasn't best pleased about that. But her mum obviously being a bit of a grump that day she obviously took it the wrong way and, and ended up causing an argument between us two and Christmas day was that woke up until the Christmas dinner was pretty shit um, because Brooke obviously went downstairs and snuck downstairs it's a funny story to look back at it now but it was one of those things that she done that's one of the bad bad Christmases ways Obviously having to work over Christmas, which kind of sucks. Being away working over Christmas, it sucks. 
spending Christmas on your own. That was that was a hard one for me, guys. I never broke on Lewis's mum and I broke up in twenty thirteen. That Christmas, I spent Christmas on my own because I wasn't seeing Brooke and Lewis at the time because we obviously split and were staying with their mum and stuff and that was a heartbreaker. That was a fucking killer Christmas sitting there on my own in a small flat with hardly anything, that, no, hardly any furniture and a wee small, like, two-foot Christmas tree on my own. It was fucking hard that year, guys. That broke me in two that year. Um, just not be able to see them. It just, oh. I saw them on the morning time for a little bit but when you're sitting there at night and it's Christmas Day and you can't fucking see your kids, that's a heartbreaker. And your kids are being kept away from you. It's hard. But I got through it. And yeah, but like last year's Christmas was quite good. Enjoyed last year's Christmas where I was at Sandra's house and we were up there having dinner last year and we had a bit of fun last year. I was actually watching one of the old vlogs the other day where we were putting the Christmas tree up and stuff from last year. It was a good Christmas last So it was. I really enjoyed last year's Christmas. Um... Christmas with my mum and dad obviously have been good fun too. Uh, but again, it's just there's so many Christmases over the years that you sort of look back at and you have fond memories of, have a lot of great fond memories of, of as a kid growing up in Belfast. You know, knowing the fact that there was all those different things where people in the UK here, kids used to get the Argos catalogue at Christmas time and you used to sit down and look through it and stuff and go, oh, I would love that and love that and love that. But I knew mum and dad obviously couldn't afford too much. So I was obviously picking the smaller things and whatever else. But... Um, like Subudio sets and stuff and whatever else and it was so great to see when you finally got something that you always wanted for Christmas it was always a great thing so but no this year's going to be a different one this year Um, obviously now with me being on, on my own again obviously I have no partner this Christmas again which kind of sucks but what can you do uh, Bergen Lewis obviously now are going to have a good time this year they haven't asked for much again this year my kids never ask for much every year which is a good thing but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. And I'm looking forward to having a very good stiff drink this Christmas. Because I'm not working on I'm working the day after Boxing Day at football. But the week leading up to Christmas, I ain't doing fucking jack shit. I'm going to spend that week chilling out, having Christmas, and spending time with the family. No work to worry about, no bullshit. I'm back to football on the 27th. So I'm going to have a drink on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So I'm going to have a couple of beers this year. And I'm really going to fucking chill out this Christmas so yeah. Because it's been one hell of a year this year. It's been one of those years where I'd like to forget about. I've just I've lost friends through death. Of my relationship with Sandra ended. I've had a lot of fucking trolling this year. A lot of nonsense. A lot of drama. A lot of bullshit. And I just want to spend Christmas this year, obviously with the kids. But the kids will obviously go and do their own thing as well. Um, but I want to sit on my own with a cold beer and just switch off from the world. And have a bit of fun to myself. And just have a wee sing song on Christmas. I sound like an old man in the fucking car home, don't they like? And just go on and just spend Christmas peacefully and quietly. So there you are. But thank you for your question. And let us know what your favourite Christmases are. That's Here. It's neither running to Christmas. And the Loring and Two as well, I forgot to mention. This week, um, at the start of the podcast, is the Jackass of the Week, which is coming up shortly here in the podcast. Um, Yeah. Let me know, guys, over the next couple of weeks what your favourite memories of Christmas are and what you love about Christmas and what Christmas means to you. Because um, I know a lot of people who come from all different walks of life, you know, where they don't get to spend Christmas with their families or whatever else, or people are away, say, in the military or working or whatever. You know, guys, communicate with me. And, you know, what I'll even try and do is I'll try and dedicate maybe 30 minutes 
of the podcast. I read a lot of emails. I only I know I only read like four or five, but I do reply to a lot of people off the show because at the end of the day, if I was to read all your fucking messages, I'd be sitting here all night because there's so many, so many of you. But um, yeah, let us know what you think about that. Uh, what your Christmas memories and stuff are because I would like to uh, hear from you. So I really, really would like to hear from you because it'd be nice to hear obviously all your Christmas memories and thoughts and what Christmas means to you and what it means to your family and and everything else. So, right, one more question before I go from Instagram, and this one here is from Heather. She wants to know, Matthew, I recently took a trip from Portadown to Belfast to check out the new Primark store or Primark, whatever you want to fucking call it. I call it Primark. Primark, some people call it. Wasn't very impressed about it. Have you been to the new Primark store in Belfast just yet? I know you were there before, and I know you're originally from Belfast yourself. What do you think of the new Primark store? Has your daughter been there? Because I'm sure she loves it, as she loves the Primark store in Liverpool. There you go. Well, Heather, thanks for your message. Um, no, I have not been to the new Primark store yet. Brooke <laughs> has been there with her boyfriend, and she's actually there today with mum in Belfast. Um... I heard a lot of people saying that they actually didn't think it was great as what they thought it was going to be. But, again, I haven't been there yet. But that, I'm so glad, though, guys, to see that building back there. People who don't live in Northern Ireland. Primark or Primark store is a clothing store. Uh, but the Belfast store um, went up in flames a few years ago before COVID. And I hate that saying. Sorry to go off so big again. Everybody's saying that at the minute. Even people last night I was speaking to the Riddick all saying, yo, before COVID, before COVID, before... There was more other things that went on before fuck... Oh, I hate that saying. Before COVID, before COVID, before... Oh, grinds my gears. Anyway, moving on. Sorry about that. It's just everybody keeps saying before COVID and the fucking does my tits in. What about our things in life bar COVID? Anyway, uh, yes, that building went up in fire, guys, a couple of years ago, and they spent three or four, three or four years ago it went up, and they spent the last three or four years restoring the old building to the way it used to be. It was called Bank Buildings, and it was a famous building in Belfast that had Primark in it, or Primark, um, where it was unfortunately went up in flames a lot of years ago. It was more, everybody knew it as like a meeting point in town, when I grew up in Belfast, it was a very obviously known as the meeting point. Oh, I'll meet you for lunch. I'll meet you outside bank buildings, or I'll meet you outside Primark, or whatever it was at the time before Primark. Um, you know, it was a famous building in Belfast, a well-known landmark in town. And those people who spent those years restoring that building the way it looks today, the way it was beforehand, what a phenomenal job! What an amazing job! The way they brought, restored that building back to where it used to be outside. It, it, my God, I can't wait to see it. You know, and I'm I'm looking forward to going into it to see because apparently they've changed it all now, and there's a cafe in it. You can, there's a nail bar in it. There's all these different things. There's a Disney part of it apparently. Whoop de doo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the people who've done the work on that guys, fair play and respect to them. They, they restored that building so well, and it looks absolutely fucking amazing. And I can't wait to see it. Um, I haven't been in it personally. Um, the thing about it, we've done a vlog in it actually about a week or two before it went up in flames, which is really eerie. Uh, but watching the videos that day from the building being on fire, we actually done a vlog about that that day. It was such a strange day because Primark went up on fire that day, a landmark of Belfast, and then across the city, one of our football players that evening broke his leg across his fucking shin. It was a crazy day. Oh, it was a crazy vlog that day. But um, just to, to see that building being uh, brought back to life was, was amazing, absolutely amazing, and I'm looking forward to seeing it in person. So. 
You said you travelled from Portadown to Belfast and you were disappointed. I'm sure there's our places in Belfast you could have went. You know, sometimes after a shopping trip in Belfast with Brooke, I need a fucking pint. <laughs> she drives me insane. <laughs> and she's getting worse as she gets older. <laughs> um, there is a couple of wee spots in Belfast I'm going to be doing vlogs in recently coming up soon, guys, because I've found a couple of wee spots in Belfast, like the oldest chippy in Belfast. I'm going to be heading there very, very soon. There's another uh, wee pub near... Uh, where was it? Let me think. The the Albert Clock in Belfast. It has its own brewery inside, where you can actually go upstairs and see the beer being made and filtered down into the bar. I'm gonna be doing a wee vlog on that as well. Copy our wee landmarks of Belfast. I'm gonna be doing vlogs over over the next couple of months, which I've found and made notes of. So I'm gonna be doing that once I get my my fucking channel back. YouTube, come on, get the finger out. I want to start making videos again? <laughs> so thank you for your question. Guys, I'm going to roll down the road here now because um, I've got quite a lot of things on today, this afternoon as well. Um, I hope you're all enjoying the World Cup out there, by the way. A lot of you contact me about the World Cup, saying that you are enjoying it. So, and a lot of you have been obviously commenting about what I had to say on Tuesday. More positive than negative, obviously, but you do get the occasional one coming in thinking they're funny. Saying that I was very offensive on Tuesday's podcast about talking about Gary Lineker and all the nonsense of all the corruption. Of the, the, well, then just don't listen to me anymore. Just don't listen to the podcast. Disappear. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm going to head down the road here, guys. So once again, don't forget, Christmas merch is available. Once my Christmas merch arrives in the post, I will be born on my vlog leading up to Christmas. Christmas merch. You. This is what we actually have. We have. Men's, women's and kids hoodies. Keep you warm in the winter. We have t-shirts. We have a we have Christmas shopping bags where you can buy they're sturdy. You can use them all year round, but you can buy more army ones as well. Um they're the really strong sturdy they're not the ones you pay two quid for in a freaking shop. These are like really no one with a big actually let handle on as well. You can hang it over your shoulder too as well. It's a shopping bag, it's really, really cool. Um what else have I got on sale? T shirts, hoodies. Everything, more army stuff, more army podcast stuff. Uh, yes, jigsaw puzzles. The manufacturer has brought out jigsaw puzzles. The jigsaw puzzles, huge, a thousand pieces, guys. So I'm not a big jigsaw fan. I used to when I was younger. I actually started doing it again, but I might get one just to, to do it. More army podcast at logo, but alongside the more army, like mascot, I call him the big army guy with the logo and all stuff. A fucking jigsaw puzzle. Unbelievable. Also, we're selling posters of the Burn Army as well. Big posters. Yeah. So, any of your young listeners out there, um, like that girl just mailed us a few minutes ago, with her young ones, you want to get a Burn Army poster? It's available on burnarmy.co.uk. You can get them there. Get them delivered in a couple of days. But if you're cold and freezing, you want to get some uh, winter hoodies on you, get them hoodies. Uh-huh. I actually got an email the other day where the person sent me a photo of them in their hoodie and they said the hoodies were lovely and comfortable. Very woolly on the inside. So, there you are. Murami.co.uk for all your merch, all your social media posts, videos of all the channels and more. And don't forget, guys, if you want it on your, on your laptop or, sorry, your mobile device over the next day or so, it will get better. It's being readjusted and fixed. But if you're on laptops or computers or fire sticks or whatever else you're browsing on, on your TV or whatever, it's fine. Since you go onto the website, it's a lovely big splash logo with all those lovely, some of those lovely t-shirts. Murami.co.uk. Get your Christmas merchandise because I'm going to be wearing mine over Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Here, I wonder if Dad's going to dress up as Santa this year with his stupid trousers that he wears. 
Go and check out last Christmas's video when you see him. <laughs> Coming down my street with this Christmas Santa outfit that plays music and the legs and all dance. It's so funny. Anyway, yes, guys, you want to get in contact with anything else on the podcast as well, Mirror Army uh, Podcast at yahoo.com. That's the email. Um, thank you very much for your emails today, guys. I want to sit down uh, and we'll again reply to more of you. Um, your support has been excellent. I'm going to try and take a bit of time to do a live Instagram feed over the weekend too as well. Have an RB chat with you live on Instagram. Because uh, I like reading, obviously, your messages. And also, that's an opportunity for me to wait out some more trolls as well, which is fun. Especially when all the Mirror Army gets together and chases them away. I love it. I love all you guys that do that. You're just absolute fucking legends, a lot of you. But anyway, enough of me babbling on for an hour episode. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Burr, I'll, I'll keep you updated, by the way, about the ban on YouTube for the week. I'll keep you updated about that. And uh, I'll uh, post a wee update on social media. And keep this posted, so I really want to start getting some vlogs uploaded before... I'd like to get the channel banned lifted before Brooks' birthday, but... Here's hoping that the seven days will fly, and so it will. But thank you so much for all your uh, your support. I do appreciate it. And uh, again, without you guys, we wouldn't be uh, here today. So we wouldn't be, so... Do what I'd love to get done, just think about merch again. I'd love to get myself, my own personal self, not to sell to anybody... Personalized Moor Army custom shoes. How awesome would that be? Because Lewis was talking about custom shoes, and I always watch these guys on YouTube that do all their custom like Air Forces and stuff. I'd love to have a pair of Moor Army trainers. How fucking awesome would that be? I'd love to have a pair of them, just to wear them in special occasions. How awesome would that be? Moor Army trainers, customized trainers. So that would actually be pretty cool. I'm probably talking shit now, am I? I probably am. <laughs> right, guys, I'm going to go here, so don't forget to get in touch with any time you want. And, guys, I'll do my best to get back as much as I can. For until then, our week, I'll see you back here on Tuesday again for our podcast. We'll talk about Brooke's birthday. We'll try and get Brooke on to talk about her massive achievement there from last night and more. Tuesday's going to be a packed podcast. We're going to have a couple more subjects to talk about as well. And I've just remembered as well before I go. I am such a... a do you know something? I should be the fucking jackass of the week for this. I did say jackass of the week and I forgot all about it. I'm just sitting here looking at my notes on my laptop and I've actually forgot to talk about jackass of the week. I should be the jackass of the week, shouldn't I? For forgetting about that. <laughs> what am I doing? I am talking so much shit today, it's unreal. Really, I really am. I'm going to do it now before I go. Right, before I do go, finally. Sorry about that, guys. I'm just sitting here at my desk here and I look across at my laptop again and it says Jackass of the Week segment and I'm kicking myself now so I do apologise sorry you've got me for an hour a minute or two apologies unbelievable unbelievable anyway after a little bit of consideration with my uh, son I was talking to Lewis about this here who should be the Jackass of the Week for this week we have came to a conclusion yes the <laughs> The jackass of the week for this week is, drumroll please, there we go, the jackass of the week for this week is Gary Lineker, that's right, Gary Lineker, because all he's doing at this World Cup is talking about fucking politics and lefty crap and all this nonsense that he's rambling on about but on the other side of it he doesn't give a shit all he cares about is himself why he's putting those and millions of pounds in his pocket getting paid by being at the World Cup 
and he's just so controversial and he's so two-faced and he's such a bullshitter and I have no time for Gary Lineker at all anymore so it's all people are hammering him from left, right and centre so I've, I've actually awarded him this week the Moore Army Podcast Jackass of the Week so there you are Gary Lineker is a jackass he always has been a jackass great player in his day but he's just a sellout and he's corrupt as hell and I don't believe a word comes out of his mouth anymore so there you go anyway guys finally sorry about that I'm going to go now so if you're listening to us here on Apple Music or iTunes or whatever and Spotify thank you for listening to us or thank you for downloading this podcast if you're listening to us on YouTube please hit a subscribe on the channel below and next week I'll have my format set up better trust me I should have been looking at that laptop they actually see my format I'm actually kicking myself now <laughs> but anyway guys I'm going to go here for another week so thank you for tuning in once again and stay tuned for more updates about the YouTube channel and if you want to keep sending some birthday messages for Brooke I would appreciate it and we'll get through them all with her over the weekend so until the next one guys thank you for tuning in once again as always and until Tuesday we're back here for another podcast I'll see you all down the road thanks for listening